0: Hey, and welcome back to the show. In this episode, I am joined by boundary expert, Cami Orange, and she's going to share with us how she came to a weight neutral place rather than focusing on her weight as something that needed to be controlled and was shameful. Welcome to the Emotional Eating Therapist Show. I'm your host, Sabrina Rogers, licensed mental health counselor, intuitive eating and body image expert, and recovering perfectionist. After healing my own disordered eating and body image issues, I'm helping women let go the guilt and shame around eating, feel at peace around food, and befriend the image they see in the mirror. In this podcast, we chat about all things food, body, and mental health so that you can stop dieting, let go of perfectionism, and finally feel confident in all areas of your life. If you want to connect with me on social media, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at SabrinaRogersLMHC. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. This helps other women find and learn about the podcast so they too can change their relationship of food and body. Let's get ready to stay off the diet roller coaster and live healthily ever after. Hey friend, I'm glad you're here today. Over the next three episodes... I'm doing things a little different because I'm bringing on a guest, but we're separating her interview into three parts. Over the next three episodes, I am joined by Cami Orange. Kami is a boundary coach helping people say the thing in a kind, direct way. She's fat, queer, autistic, white, cis woman from Utah in the United States with over 17 years of one-to-one client experience 294,000 followers on TikTok, and a boundary book coming out November of 2023. In this first episode, we learn all about Cammie's journey to weight neutrality, how she stopped looking at her weight as something that was very shameful and needed to be controlled to her body being art. So let's dive into this episode and hear all about Cammie's journey. Cammie, I am so excited to bring you on the Emotional Eating Therapist show. When my friend uh, shared your content on TikTok with me, I instantly fell in love with you. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here
0: in this first section, we're going to talk about Cammy's journey of gaining some weight, what that was like, and then finding some neutrality within that. So Cammy, I'm going to give it to you.
1: Yeah, I would love to. So I, like a lot of people always thought that I was, you know, fat. I would look at that, like, part of my body. That's the, you know, where your uterus, my uterus like pushes against my skin. I was like, Oh, I have to lose weight here. Cause I didn't know it was like literally my internal organs. And I just was really unhappy with my body. And then, um, I had gotten married and I, uh, he left for six months of military training and I had a complete (laughs) come apart, um, and just ate like coconut milk, ice cream, every single day, because I couldn't eat anything else. And I very rapidly put on 65 pounds in six months. And I think because it was such a rapid transition from like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm tall, I'm 5'9", but like, I, um, I just like jumped up like multiple sizes, none of my clothes fit. Suddenly, I went from like, oh, I can run up the stairs to like, oh, I'm out of breath when I go up the stairs. Like, all like the changes happened so rapidly that I had to get really serious with myself. And I said, okay, I want to be so okay with this. I want to be so in love with my body that if this never changes that I'm going to be okay. That was the goal that I set for myself because to say, oh, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to hate this forever changes. That's, even like a recipe for sadness. And so I was like, okay, I want to love my body so much that that if it never changes, I'm gonna be okay. And so I made a list of things I could do to try to accomplish that. And one of those things on the list was I printed off, like, I went on Instagram, I unfollowed all the skinny fitness people that I had been following, and I only followed fat activists, plus size models, um, people who were really, really comfortable and confident in their large bodies. And so suddenly my newsfeed, you know, I would go on there and scroll through and be like, oh yeah, this is okay. This is okay. Um I found beautiful photos of fat people and printed them off and I hung them all over my house. And I just really immersed myself in this, like, oh yeah, this is this is okay. Like I'm I am beautiful, they are beautiful, we're okay. Um one of my favorite things I did though, that was a big turning point in my journey is I uh, uh, answered an ad from the local college where they have art students and they're looking for models and so i went and i posed nude for a figure drawing class which was way outside my comfort zone never done that before and one of the artists said something that profoundly changed my life and he's like i'm so glad that you're here and i was like you're welcome like i'm i'm lying there naked like, I was like, (laughs) you're welcome. Like this is super awkward. Um, and he said, I love drawing bodies like yours because they are so interesting. i was like, what does that mean? He's like, they look different. Like they're so interesting. It's art. And I had this moment. It was like this switch flipped in my brain that I was like, Oh, I am art. My body is art because I was trying to move from like I don't like my body, body negativity stuff. And the jump all the way up to body positivity, it was like too far, right? Like, if you're trying to skip four steps, and I was like, my legs are just not that long. Like, I cannot do this. And this midpoint of, oh, my body is art. And so, as I got used to, you know, my stomach rolls over and there's a crease there now, or, you know, my shirts fit differently, or, you know, just so many adjustments when your body size changes. Um, I was, you know, my arms jiggle, like all the things I realized I was like, okay, this is art. Let's find the art in this. And that for me was a powerful step towards, um, body neutrality. And for me personally, I, I mean, people always say like, oh, I don't want to glorify obesity. I was like, glorify it. Like, (laughs) like we can be whatever we want to be. Um, but for me, I'm at the point where, you know, bodies are bodies, whatever body you have, like I, we're, we're above ground breathing for another day. Like, like that's, that's kind of my take on it. And so I kind of had adopted that as a body neutrality stance and, um, yeah, my body is art. And since then I've gained more weight. So I'm even bigger now than I was then. And I'm so happy with it. Like I'm so comfortable with my body and my fatness. And I love the word fat. I'm really comfortable using the word fat. It's kind of weird to me when people are like, oh, well, you're just fat. And I'm also tall. Like what? <laughs> I have sandy blonde hair and blue eyes. Yes. These are all neutral descriptive terms. And so I am, I'm just art and I'm happy with that. And that's, that has been this beautiful journey of just like, yeah, this is okay. Like I'm, 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 I kept following those social media people. I keep having, I mean, I have fat art in my home. Like I kept on this journey, but for the most part, I'm just, I would say for the last like six years or so, like just kind of settled into this happiness. And it's not something that I think about on a regular basis or a daily basis at all. It doesn't bother me. Like, this is me, this is my body and I'm a happy camper. <laughs>
0: Can we- backtrack before your partner left on leave and you gained the weight, were there periods where you were really afraid of gaining weight? Cause I hear that a lot of like, Oh, I'd love to just be neutral, but I don't want to gain weight. Mm.
1: I at that period, I thought I was fat. So my focus wasn't oh, I'm afraid of gaining weight. My focus was like, oh, I've got to lose weight. Um, I had a uh, unrealistic expectation for, I was really attached to the numbers um, because I was like, oh, I need to be under these numbers. But I somehow my brain could not connect like, ma'am, you are five, nine, you will never be under these numbers. That's not like, I come from large boned people. Like, we're, we're not frail, petite people. We're, we're substantially sized people. And so to be like, Oh, I've got to be under this number. And so I was really attached to this idea of trying to get below a certain number when that was not even realistic for my body type at the time. Um, it'll probably never be realistic for my body. Like that would be too thin. And so I wasn't as scared of gaining weight because my focus was the other direction. I was really like, oh, I have this fat. Like I thought my natural non-muscular fleshy arms were so fat. Or I thought that like where my uterus sticks out was fat. And I have photos of myself, like from that time. And I was like, this is ridiculous. I could see literally all of my ribs. Like this is (laughs) like, this is not fat. Like I just had unrealistic ideas of what I wanted a tall, like I wanted a tall, thin, petite body type, if that makes sense. Like I wanted supermodel proportions. That was never going to happen. That's just not my body type. And, um, so yeah, I, I was less afraid of gain weight because I was really focused on losing what I thought I needed to lose to get under a certain very arbitrary number that maybe would work if I was like five foot, but not five, nine,
0: So there was never really this like, oh gosh, I have to do whatever I can to not gain weight.
1: I was, um, so without getting too much into it, I was starved as a small child. I went through a long period of food insecurity and so it, um, I've never eaten enough. And so like gaining weight, that's why gaining weight was such a like shock because I'd never gained a lot of weight in a short period of time. Um, I very rarely gained weight. I had a steady weight from by the time I like was probably 16 or 17 all the way up until this experience. Like my weight maybe fluctuated five pounds one way or the other, but like on a monthly cyclical basis, but it was the same number the whole time. So I didn't yo, my weight didn't ever yo-yo until I gained a whole bunch of weight in six months, 65 pounds. And then since then I've probably put on another I don't know, like 40 or 50 pounds. I don't weigh myself anymore, but I, um, yeah, I'm at least over a hundred pounds more than I was at that time.
0: How did you come to this like body neutrality space? Because yeah, being in this place where you have to always get under that arbitrary number isn't coming necessarily from a place of love or neutrality. It's like, no, I have to be this.
1: Yeah. Um, I think realizing because I gained so much weight so fast, I was like, oh, my options are I can deeply hate this <laughs> and just like sink into body loathing. And that seemed really miserable to me because um, I was like, oh, I'm already starting at this like negative place. And if I tack on like, oh, my gosh, now I'm a fat monster. Like I was like, this is not <laughs> that That just seems so like terrible for my mental health. And I, um, and so this idea of, I don't know if this will change because I didn't do this on purpose to make it happen. So I don't know if I can make it unhappen. And so my goal was, I want to love my body so much that if it never changes, I'm okay. And, you know, I do like, (laughs) And so when I've, you know, since gained an additional like 40 plus pounds, I was like, yeah, this is totally fine. Like I, I don't have any problem with that. I love my body so much that if it never changes, I'm okay. I
0: had a very similar experience of like coming to that space of, you know, ditching diet culture. And then my body did gain weight and there, I I mean, other than knowing that my clothes were fitting differently, I didn't know that I was gaining weight because I'm like you, I don't weigh myself. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what that number is until my clothes started to fit differently. And I remember going, oh, huh. Okay. guess it's time to buy bigger pants. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, But I know a lot of people don't necessarily have that or they're afraid of that happening. And then them like, oh. but I think working on that acceptance, wherever your body is at right now, yeah. wherever you are at right now of you don't have to love every part of your body all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a big ask.
1: Well, and maybe that's an unrealistic ask. And I know like for me, the more I followed you know, plus size influencers, fat activists really familiarize myself with like, what is the, what is the cultural and systemic basis behind like fat phobia and anti-fat bias and the harm that's being done, you know, the BMI, like I kind of like, I went on my personal journey first and then I was able to create space to be educated on these things. And I was like, oh, this is all like weird like, forgive my <laughs> bullshit. I was like, this is this is messed up. I don't want to be part of that club. I don't want to be part of this group of people who are like, hey, you only have value if you are smaller. Like those are not those are not the people I want to hang out with. And so I people are, you know, they gain weight when they come to a space of body neutrality. And that's really normal. Um most likely they were underweight for where their body was. Like they were artificially forcing themselves to be underweight and then their body, their weight will level out. It's not like you come to body neutrality and then you just like gain weight forever until you become a thousand pound blimp and explode. That's not how this works. Yeah. You might put on five, 10, 15, 20 pounds, but like if that's your body's current set point, you are fighting that all the time. And so, yeah, it's normal to gain weight when you like achieve body neutrality and it's so much better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I want to just tell everyone, like, I promise when you stop paying attention to this, your life is more full because I don't ever talk about weight with friends. We don't talk about diets. Nobody is like, Oh, we should or shouldn't eat that. Like, it's just, we're just like living happy, lovely lives. And weight loss is so, so boring to me at this point. It's like, I get that. It's a lot of people's religion and they are really hyper-focused on it and they pray to that scale every day. And I, that's that it makes sense for where they've been in their journey. I used to be that way. I was like, Oh my gosh, I gotta weigh myself all the time. Um, but like, once you leave that, it's so boring. Like, Oh, I gained three pounds. I lost five pounds. Oh my God. I'm like, I thought we get new hobbies. <laughs> have you heard of kink? Like, have you ever read Paranormal Erotica? Like, I have some great books to, to suggest. Like, let's do fun things. Let's, you know, take a paint pouring.
0: <laughs> that was one of the things that I never expected to happen when I ditched diets and you know, quit talking about weight loss or macros yeah. or whatever was like how much my business took off and how much more confident i felt even though i had an extra 50 some pounds mm-hmm. from where i would you know where i would have been at where i thought i was fat before
1: yeah yeah i because i'm so comfortable with my body and i'm comfortable with my weight um like you know i'm i was married at the time when that happened you know we got divorced um and so in this year since then like I, I do just great for myself as far as dating and men and partners. I don't just date men. I'm queer, but like, you know, mostly men. And like, I do a lot of nude photo shoots of myself at this point because I think it's fun and I think I'm delicious. And it's not to send to anybody else. I don't post them anywhere, but like, it's fun. Um, you know, finding things that I feel really comfortable wearing for my body, um, there's, there's a lot of options that are opened when you stop focusing on your size all the time. And a big piece for me was the, my body is art. And then I would say the next really big piece was realizing that like, Oh, my weight is similar to my height. And I kind of approach it in that sense where I'm like, can you imagine if I was like constantly, constantly like, Oh my gosh, I gotta be taller. I gotta be taller. I gotta be taller. What can I do? Like I will go to all these extremes to be taller or I've got to be shorter. I've got to be shorter. I've got to be shorter. I've got like, I've got to shrink down. I got to sh- crush myself. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like it just is what it is. Like I'm just,
0: <laughs> these things are usually predetermined to a big extent given what yeah. genes you have and, and we can't do anything about that.
1: Yeah. And I, I have other things I would rather focus on. And I'm much happier focusing on other things besides trying to put all of this time and energy into shrinking my body or shrinking my height or growing my height. Like, I was like, this is what I've got. Like, I'm, I'm out here rocking my, you know, I don't even know how much I weigh. So like realizing that like, oh, I'm fat, like I'm tall and I'm not, that's not changing was a third piece or the second piece. I would say the third big piece, I dated this man who him and his son are, they're, they do um, wrestling, they do football, they love football. I'd never spent time around football people before. And they're constantly talking about the height and weight of the football players in a very positive way, like a very normal, like, this is like athletic statistics type way. Oh, like this dude is six, four and 300 pounds. This dude is this, this is like, and I was like, huh how come we're all over here? Like, oh my gosh. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, we'll just, <laughs> how come this is celebrated in this arena and spoken about with total neutrality? Like, oh, you're going to go up against this guy and you're going to wrestle him and he's in this weight class and you're in that weight class. What? Like nobody is, at least the people I was spending time with, they're not fat shaming. They're just very matter of fact. Like, oh yeah, there's this one guy and he's this much and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, huh, I think I'm going to adopt this attitude. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is my weight class. Can you handle it? Like,
0: <laughs> I love that philosophy.
1: <laughs> All right. I I have my preferences, you know, and I something that has been an interesting side effect with partners, specifically dating, uh, CIS men is I dated a lot of big men, you know, six four, four hundred and fifty 450 pounds, you know, like six one, five hundred 500 pounds. Like I've dated some big, big men. And so it's cut, it like reset my parameters of what big is. And so it's funny because I had this gentleman who was like, oh, I'm just like really fat. And I was like, how tall are you? And he's like, oh, I'm six two. And I was like, okay. I was like, how much you weigh? And he's like, oh, I'm like two and 245 pounds. And I was like, babe, you didn't even crack 300. Like. Arbitrary. Like, it's so arbitrary and it's all about perception. And, like, at this point, if somebody is over like 450, 475, I'm like, okay, like, substantial. But, like, it just, I used to think that, like, oh my gosh, if you're over 150 pounds, you're so fat. And now I'm like, oh, if you're over 475 pounds, you're fat. Like, I mean, we're all fat. There's varying. Types of fat, infinite. You know what I mean, like yeah. small fat, mid fat, infinity fat, all the things. But like, I just, <laughs> he's like so unhappy with his body because he thinks he's so fat at a size that I was like, oh, I passed that like six years ago, and I have easily forty, maybe fifty pounds on you. Like, it's it's so random. It's so random to me. Well, and it's really <laughs> wild
0: to see how how different perspectives are given- Oh, yeah, for sure. Like what we've been doing in the world and what we've been consuming. Because, yeah, we might weigh the exact same and you might think that you're fat where, where I think I'm like, yeah, I'm fat, but I'm also like hot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and, and- I- I, I want to be really clear. Like I'm not dating large men because it's like a fat fetish or anything. I just genuinely find them attractive and I'm good with that. Um, and so it's it's very random. And for me, when I let all of that go, um, I just have so much more time and bandwidth. Like I don't think about my size when I get dressed. I don't think about, like I very rarely think about my size at this point. The only time it comes up is when I get approached by a potential partner. And um, they're like, I'm all muscly and skinny. And I'm like, what are you like 145? Like, (laughs) like, I I do not want to squish you if I climb on top, just checking you realize I'm like, way curvy here.
0: Yeah, it comes back to what you said earlier. This is my weight class. Can you handle it?
1: Yes, yes, exactly. So like, that's when it comes up. But besides that, like, I just don't, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, um, like if I go out with friends, I recently went out to a restaurant and we're like, "Oh, do we want like table with chairs or do we want a booth?" And you know, a quick glance will tell you that the booths are um, uh, how do I say this? Like they're nailed to the floor and the tables are nailed to the floor, so it's not fat friendly because there's not enough of a gap. Like you can't put somebody with a stomach like in that spot. And so I, um, so we got a table. Like, and that's totally fine. So like, that's when it comes up. But my thought process isn't, oh my gosh, we're too fat for the booths. My thought process is like, they are not fat friendly. This is not an accessible dining place. Like we might not come back. Like, and that's, you know, they, businesses have an obligation to be accommodating. Same thing when you like take an airplane and people are, like, oh my gosh, like you need a, a seatbelt extender or like you need two seats not my fault. The airplane is small. Like the airline has an, has a ethical responsibility to be accommodating. I didn't do anything wrong. Don't get mad at me. Get b- mad at the airline. I refuse to take individual responsibility for systemic problems. Yeah. And I refuse to go home like bathing and body shame because of the systemic problems, I did not design the restaurant. I do not have an obligation to make my body smaller to accommodate a restaurant that is inaccessible. That's bullshit. I refuse to do that. So I have very strong feelings. Some people are like, oh, well, maybe you should just lose weight. And I was like, maybe we should solve systemic anti-fatness and stop discriminating against fat people. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. Amen, sister. <laughs> One of the ways that you kind of came to this weight neutrality piece of shifting your perspective on... I can either be fat and be miserable, shaming myself for gaining weight, or I can say, hey, this is what my body did. and I'm going to, I'm going to love it through it. Shifting your perspective on, hey, fat's not bad. That's just a descriptor. And then, yeah, I think part of that shift was doing that nude modeling mm-hmm. and then really taking on this idea that my body is art. Yeah. yeah Yeah. and then there were like some other like little action steps of you know removing all the fitspo and following more fat friendly accounts um and we can do all those fun action steps but really where the beauty and where the like real magic happens is in our thought processes and our perspectives and that's where i like to focus (laughs) that's it for this episode friend In the next episode coming out next Thursday, if you're listening in real time, Cammy and I are talking about specifically what boundaries are so that we all have a clear idea of what they are, what they are not. So stick around because I think it's another good, good episode.